This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, welcome. Hi. Here we go. It's Thursday. You know what that means. It's Kelly Girl Thursday. Yes, it is. Kelly Girl's joining the show. I want to thank everybody for joining us. Spot all Podcast carriers, thank you very much for picking us up. We are totally, aren't we stoked? Very every stoked. podcast company in the world has picked us up. We're on every podcast there is known to man. To all the carriers, thank you very much. Thanks. Spotify, Apple, Megaphone, Pandora, mm -hmm. just so many. I can't even name them all. And then Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, we, we're blown away. Right? Blown away. Absolutely. Can you believe that many people want to listen no. to us? No. It's pretty crazy, right, baby yeah. girl? It is crazy. <laughs> well, crazy, happy Thursday. Crazy. Happy Thursday. I can't believe it's already Thursday. Yep. It seems like just a week ago you were on the show, doesn't I'm it? Sure does. Just like a week ago, right? <laughs> yeah. Gang, today's a special day. If you have never seen the show before, on Thursdays we do something special. We bring in a beautiful special guest, my co-host Kelly. <laughs> Kelly Stice Hansen, and uh, we do our question and answer. You can ask Kelly Girl any question you want for the next hour. She'll be on the show, and uh, anything you want to know about fishing or anything about Kelly or Cabo or whatever. Are you? She's going to even today, she's going to do something special. She's going to read the questions because <laughs> yes. I have a hard time reading. Yeah. Writing, yeah, reading, writing. Yeah, you have a hard time with just life. For me, that. school would have been great nowadays because they don't teach any of that stuff. <laughs> so I would have probably accelerated oh, tremendously. Look at no reading, guys. writing, or arithmetic. It would have been great. Marley's hopping around in the back somewhere. I had a different yeah. shirt on. I had a nice shirt on a few minutes ago, he and then Mr. Marley decided that he needed to go potty on me. Right before the show. So he's wandering around somewhere back there, right? Yes. You saw him? I just saw him go back that way. Okay. So He's back in the back he's somewhere. He's being shy. He's being but shy. Marley's our monkey. He's our rescue monkey. We have rescue cats. We have rescue monkey. We have we have a little zoo here, right, we, baby? We have a big zoo here, yeah. And, uh, include you. It's a big we live in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, gang. If you have any questions about what it's like to live down here, you can ask Kelly, girl. She's here with us the whole hour today. So yeah. send in your questions, 949-374-0786. And, gang, I don't know if you saw a couple days ago, we got a bunch of people sent it in. Sea lions attacking people in San Diego. Yes. 
But yes. And yes. Uh, I'll tell you, if it was Marley, our monkey, or one of our one cats, of our cats <laughs> or our dog or something, they would have been put down immediately. But here's what they're doing to this sea lion that's attacking humans down at the beach in San Diego. They have, first of all, they brought in about three or 400 people and they had a parade and they put them in a cage and they put a, took them up. They had a parade for them. Everyone was celebrating the sea lion that's attacking humans. And then they brought him to a luxury hotel at SeaWorld. And now he's getting fed all kinds of wonderful things. They're celebrating the attack of the marine mammal on human beings. It's the craziest thing. Yeah. Like Kelly Girl says, this world's gone mad. It's, this is, everything's going to hell in a handbasket. Pardon my French, but it is. I, in the, my opinion, it's my opinion. Things are so weird now. Well, we grew, so weird. We're, things we're are so old. Weird. I guess yeah. their parents oh, were saying old. that. When, <laughs> our parents were saying that when we were running yeah. around, I guess, because, you know, they had that crazy music, that rock and roll music, yeah. and all those crazy things. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's the same, but it sure looks way different. I can't even comprehend how this makes sense. Yeah. How we celebrate a wild animal attacking human beings yeah. doesn't make any sense doesn't to me. Make sense, but then again, who are we, so... We are okay, doing so great, you are reading but listen, you guys really cannot send right the questions in on the, you can't send you them can, in on YouTube, I, you can't send okay. them in on Facebook, you have to send and them you to our to phone, stop reading them. and here we got our first question, <laughs> this is Dave. Oh. here we got our okay, first question, we go. All okay, right. we'll do our best, we'll do our very best, but remember they're celebrating sea lions, okay, this is, <laughs> this is from John Stanley, hi John, um, what do you think is the most valuable thing you've learned about fishing from Dave? You're staring at me way too much. Oh, I'm like sorry. It. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Um, I don't know. The most valuable thing about fishing. Uh, have fun. Have fun. Right? I think. Is that what you, I don't know what you learned. I think. I have no I idea what you could have learned. The most valuable thing. Um, I would just have fun. Just have fun. That's, to me, that's the most I've learned so much from you. It's hard to just say one thing. Yeah? Okay. I've well, learned quite I only a bit. know what she's got to say. I don't know what yeah. the right answer is, baby. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, every, I mean, I, just have fun. The most valuable. Are we talking technical or? I've learned a lot. Let's just put it that way. I think he's saying things. what's the most thing that you've learned. I don't know. Okay. Whatever he says. I guess having fun. Having fun. There have you fun go. with it. Don't. There's don't more questions. All right, so let's see here. Um, okay, this is from Dave Hill, and he wants to know, is there any special paperwork to live or retire down here in Cabo? We're illegal aliens. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you get a, when you fly on the airplane, you get, there was a time where you got those tourist visas when you flew on the plane. All that's done. They don't do that anymore. There's none of that. When we go walk across the border, in Tijuana, you still get the tourist visa. Mm -hmm. You can stay down here for 180 days at a time without having to go back into America. Right. We, I don't think either one of us have ever not gone back into America for three months. Mm -hmm. We always are going up there just to pick up all of Kelly's Amazon orders. Oh, boy, yes. <laughs> right, yeah. Aunt Donna? Yes. Aunt Thank Donna's you. got a lot of stuff, but yeah. not really. They don't ask you for anything. They don't ask you for any papers. They don't ask you for anything anywhere you go. When we pay our rent, we pay our rent. When you, whatever you're doing down here, they're just they're just happy to see you, Dave, and they're just happy to get your money, right? Right, 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 right. 
Knock on wood. Knock on wood. So, uh, let's see here. Um, oh my. Um, this is from Tim Ogilvy, and he. Uh, who comes up with the names for your pets? Me or you? Kelly. Me. <laughs> so a little little history on our, the names of our animals. Well, you came up with Marley. You and my mom actually came up with Marley's name. I didn't. I'm not because a, when we first saw the monkey, mm -hmm. he has <laughs> like if I can grab him. No, no, he'll he has upset. like dreadlocks. <laughs> he's gonna get upset. He has dreadlocks. You're about to hear a monkey scream. He, he has dreadlocks. He's all right. He's gonna be all right. He's okay. <laughs> Dave terrorizes. Oh yeah, terrorize my monkey, terrorize him. But he's back there on the top. So but he, he has like dreadlocks. dreadlocks. So, so he looks like Bob Marley yeah. from the the album. And then, um, yeah. So that was appropriate. And then Finn, our oldest rescue animal, our cat is. Um, uh, everybody thinks that I named him after like a shark fin or a fish fin, but no, it, I really didn't. I named him after. One of my favorite young actors, his name is Finn Cole, and he was on the uh, television Animal show Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. He was Jay, the youngest, and he was also on Peaky Blinders, and I really like him. So I named Finn after him, F-I-N-N. -N. And then Dahlia, she's named after the Black Dahlia. Because he's famous. our little black kitty. Yes, and we call her Dolly for her nickname is Dolly. I call her Kitty Girl. Tell her we girl. We weren't even going to adopt Dolly. No, I wanted her. She was a, you know, stray, stray. in our yard with some other animal, other kitties. Cats. And I just, I didn't want any more animals. I have a monkey. I had another cat. I have Dave. It's too much. So little Dolly would just sit um, right outside our window and just cry, you know, look, just beg to come inside. And I would just shut the blinds. I didn't want to feed her because I just didn't want to have to deal with her. Then Dave let her in, and that was it. That was it. That was the end of it. I fell in love. I love her, though. She's very sweet. Anyway. Yeah. She all loves right. Kelly. She loves to sleep with Kelly. She sleeps with and us every all night. night long. Okay. Uh, what can you no longer do because of owning a monkey? We can't travel. Uh, everything. <laughs> we can't do nothing. It yeah. sucks. We want to go be with our granddaughter up in Tahoe. I am an idiot. Kelly, tell him. Well, you just, um, you know, so Dave one day said, uh, I bought a monkey. I've been, and I said, what? You know, he says, well, I've wanted a monkey ever since I was, you know, a little boy. So uh, one of a friend of our neighbors or something has some connection for some ransom rescue facility and down on the mainland here in Mexico. And before I knew it, we had Marley was here. Marley was arriving. Dave had bought like $3,000 worth of monkey food. David spent, I mean, thousands of dollars on a cage, all this stuff. We didn't know what we were doing. And um, so it was pretty. And then we find out that monkey, this type of monkey is the smallest monkey in the world. His head is literally the size of your thumb. If you haven't seen Marley jumping around the back, he is, they die. From the number one thing that they die from? Loneliness. Loneliness. They're very social. So in the beginning, well, we still do. I would sit and just interact with Marley all day long because um, I wanted to, you know, to bond with him. And he never quite came around, <laughs> right? Like we couldn't touch him. We still, just now, we're able to touch him and hold him. But it took a long time. And he's not even, he's not there yet. So he's still 
It's been hard. It's Stands been hard. off, but then the minute you do approach him, he rolls on his back yeah. and lets you pick him up. But yeah. He still doesn't quite understand that whole picking him up, holding him thing. It's not like, you know, you see, there's, I don't know, we belong to some Facebook group where they own the same kind of Marmoset minions. And these, these other people have, their monkeys are going in the car with them. They're going to the beach with them. They're going on surfboards with them. And our monkey had a real traumatic experience, we believe, uh, before coming to us. So he's very, he was very traumatized, like really bad. He it's pretty sad. About so we have to be careful. Hey, get him. He's so professional, isn't he? <laughs> David. Here he comes. They want to see him. All right. People want to see our monk. <laughs> There's Marley, the smallest monkey in the world, gang. He's so sweet. I mean, he he's a, he's a, he can be a pill, but he is a sweetheart. He's tough, though, yeah. because you can't leave him. And you don't want this little guy to be lonely. He's like a Look child to us now. He's, he's our baby. So we can't go anywhere together, pretty much. Um, I don't like leaving him. We can't just let anybody watch him. It's it's kind of a big deal. So thanks, Dave. Isn't he cute? But um, we're going up to California next week. We won't be able to. Hey, Bill Mark. We won't be able to do the show on uh, Friday. We'll do it on Thursday. We're going to be with Tommy Gomes on Thursday. But Friday, we won't be able to do the show because we're traveling. We're going up for the. Uh, for the Anthony Shade Lifetime Conservation Award, we're going up to SeaWorld to see Bill Shedd get the award and have dinner with a bunch of our friends. And uh, it sucks because we're leaving Marley. So yeah. we have to pay people to come in and sit here and stay at the house with Marley. And we can only, we're only going to be able to be, and it sucks because we both want to go up there and see all of you and hang out for a week or two and just yeah. be with all our friends. And Kelly's dying to go calico bass fishing. Mm -hmm. I really, really am. And uh, we only get to come up. We're going to fly up Wednesday night, go to the dinner Thursday, and fly home Friday morning because of Marley. Yep. See, the, having Marley, I kind of got the short end of the stick. I have to say, would you agree? You've been on numerous trips fishing, me. No, not me. Yes, you have. I don't do anything I, fun. My one vacation got ruined, and so I pretty much don't do anything. I'm here, and then I don't really go anywhere. And so, Yay. <laughs> Yay! I'm living the dream. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah. All so right. that's what our Marley. We were talking what about we talking Marley. About? <laughs> they, they wanted to know about yeah. what, All right. what's the hardest thing about having a monkey. All right. This is from Jesse. Jesse wants to know, well, he says he takes his mom fishing a couple times a year. How do you respond to people that say she didn't really catch the fish if she didn't tie her lines and bait her hooks? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's... That's absolutely lame. First of all, if you understand who I am and you watch all the social media posts and Kelly girl has a rough time this also, is first you got to understand that anybody else's opinion doesn't matter. If you're taking your mom fishing and you guys are having fun, who cares what anybody else thinks? I mean, I get 10,000 comments a week and... 8,590 of them are the most negative, vile comments like that human being that was on here oh, yesterday yeah. making vile comments Somebody about my beautiful something. wife. About my beautiful uh, wife. And you guys it. saw it, and it's just vile. But what you have to understand is those people don't matter. And if they don't know that your mom went fishing with you and caught your fish or your wife or your son or your daughter or whoever, 
If they're going to make a derogatory negative remark, that's because their life absolutely sucks. Yep. Yeah. I have. They're lacking in their, something's lacking in their lives that don't even. But I mean, let's just technically is that, I mean, yes, the, I mean, if, if somebody said, well, she didn't catch it because she didn't bait her own hook or tire, you know, whatever. That's not the case. If she caught it, her line was out, she's holding. Yeah, it's absolutely true. I remember the first time you and I went fishing and we came back to the dock and I think that day we caught somewhere around 100 bass. Yeah. Not exaggerating. It happens all the time. And those of you that have fished with me, you know that. But Kelly girl, I told her when we get into the dock, just because of who you are, there's going to be a lot of men that are going to ask you how the fishing was. Um, how was fishing? And I told her, I said, don't tell them because they're going to go, oh, you're so cute. You caught a hundred bass. How yeah. cute are you? You didn't catch, she didn't catch a hundred. And yeah. she couldn't help it. She was so excited. You were so, remember how excited you yeah. were? Because you never caught that many fish in your yeah. life. Yeah. And then the first guy, draw, oh, sure, you caught that many. Sure, yeah. you did. It's like, see, babe, it doesn't matter. They're just a bunch of bugger eaters. Yep. Yep, yep. Right? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. You tell them whatever, so that's how tell them whatever you want to tell them. And you just make sure your mother had fun. Right? Yep. Or whoever you fun, take fishing. She had a great time. Then. And how rad would that be to get to oh take your mom fishing? I would fishing. love to take my mom fishing. Oh, my God. My your mom, mom would, would have so out. much fun. <laughs> she would. She, she used to fish when she was young. Like, I think lake fishing with my grandpa Emmett. But um, I don't think she's done any uh, real fishing. Any, any, <laughs> Not that you guys that fish in the lake aren't real fish. Yeah, no, I don't mean that. I mean, yeah. you know, in the lake is different. You know, she kind of just sat in the boat while I floated around with my grandpa. I don't know. Let's move on. Okay. Okay. I'm not sure who this is, but they want to know how is the hotel at Punta Pescadero, Pescadero these days? Would we stay there? Yeah. You would I, stay there? Yeah, stay, I'd stay you stay there. the night? I would not. Okay. I would not. Okay. I well, would then not. I guess I wouldn't either. <laughs> I would not. I guess it, I wouldn't either. But Kelly and I go there on our quad. When yeah. we rent quads, we go to the hotel. We always go there and get a sandwich or a burger. Or it's pizza fun. It's fun to go to. You can sit outside and listen to some. A lot of times they have, well, most times they have like a live band or a singer. And um, you can, you know, if you drink, you can drink at the bar. And the pool really no nice. longer is in existence. The no, pool the has a crack there. in it. Yeah, but there's no water in it. No, wait, there were people sitting in it the last oh, time we okay. went. Yeah. So I would not stay there. I would go there. I would eat there, but I wouldn't eat there for the food. I would eat there just for the ambient, you know. It's very dated. The hotel's very dated. But I love it. There's something about it. Well, wait a minute. Beautiful. You love it or you don't love it? But I would it. not stay there. I okay, stay so what do you there. love about it? Just, just that location? Because it's, it's older. And, and it's, it's like, the location. Yeah, the location's beautiful. Yeah. It's one of the most but beautiful places. But I would not stay there. I would not spend the night there. Because I don't know. I didn't think that the stuff, you know, it's a little old. Okay. I don't know. All right. That's, <laughs> That's cool. just me. That's just my opinion. All right. All right. So, uh, let's see, Dave. Um Okay, someone wants to know, with all your boating experience over the years, if you could only pick one boat as a recreational boater, what would it be? A 35 Cabo with a Sea Keeper. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is from Rob, too, the main dude. Is a third from Maine. He said the main dude. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's from Maine. Hi, Rob. From so, Maine. a 35 Cabo flybridge, not a, not a, um, an express. Not an express. No. 35 Cabo Flybridge. 
one of the most beautiful little boats ever made. Perfect for Kelly Girl and I. Big giant bait tank in the middle of the deck. Sea Keeper. That would be it. That would be there. There's nothing. You don't need anything else. It's got a galley. It's got a bath. Got a bathroom. Got a galley. Got a shower. Got a nice big bed up in the bow for Kelly and I. Big giant bait tank. If it didn't have a big giant bait tank, we would definitely put a big giant bait oh, tank sure. on there. That's so much. But that's the go-to if I had because I don't want. Yeah, ninety-foot Viking. I would be bitching, but you won't find anywhere to I, park yeah, it. It take no a ton way. of people. It to, costs a ton of money to to keep it somewhere. And it would take a army of people to keep it looking bitching. Where a thirty-five cobble, you can have one guy just polishing it all the time. It's going to be just fine. I mean, great big giant boats are bitching, but. They cost a fortune just to park them. Mm -hmm. And anywhere you got to park it now. But a 35 Cabo for two of us, Flybridge, not Express, Flybridge. That's the go-to boat. That's what I would love to have. Yes, I agree. I agree. And there are not With very the many keeper. of them. There are none available. I remember back in the day or back when I was working for at Bainport, there were never any 35 Cabos available. And then they have a 40 foot Cabo, right? Oh, yeah. But that's like, there were only a few made or something. Yeah. I don't know. But very nice boats. Pretty and bitch. Cabo, pretty fun. Cabo, Viking. Oh, did you already say this? Viking. Don't the Arctic, don't, who makes Cabo boats? Cabo boats used to make Cabo boats. They don't make oh. them anymore. Now Barrett, his mom and dad made them. Okay. And now they don't make them. And now he makes that bag day. Okay. Got it. That's okay. All right. Let's see. Um, are we residents are gonna be residents here in Cabo for now for life? Are we are we ever gonna move from here? Are we staying here in Mexico? Is this it? Is this the end of our This is the end of our life. This is it. We're done. No, we we'll eventually probably move somewhere else. You know, nothing forever. We're just <laughs> we got here and uh, we got established and we got a lot of stuff and to try to think about moving and gathering all our stuff and bringing it back up to the United States and and it's kinda it's just kind of a weird deal up there right now. You guys got some weird, weird, weird oh, stuff going on up there. Scary and, stuff. And we don't watch the news except for Channel 5 in the morning. We like to watch to see what's going on with the traffic and the weather is basically what we tune into KTLA for. And we like the, the KTLA morning. Because yeah, we like through. Henry DiCarlo. Henry DiCarlo, and Mark, if you're watching. <laughs> and Kelly loves Henry DiCarlo. <laughs> and he's a good friend he's, of my sister, Donna. He likes to fish, right? And he's a fisherman. Yeah. So we watch that, but then we go to YouTube and look around at all the other crazy stuff you guys got going on, and it just kind of, mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense right now to come back up there for us, no. because our cars, yeah. like the truck has beach chairs, towels, Umbrellas in the back, rug back there. in we the back so of the truck, truck, though, but it never gets taken out. We, and we take it everywhere. Everywhere, no one steals no. it. No one steals anything. If they do, they're not stealing it from us anyway. Yeah, it's it's very safe. We feel very safe here. We feel very safe. And we're just watching what's going on. Maybe we're getting. Maybe we're not seeing what's really going on. Maybe it's not all lawlessness and and homeless people and destruction up there. But that's what it plays like to us. Yeah. When we look. And we just go, what the heck? And then we hear people say, you call the police. and They can't even react. And I have a bunch of police officers that are good friends of mine. We, they get told that they can't even react. And he, if you do arrest someone, they're not going to get prosecuted. It's just a giant, it's a mess. We don't yeah. understand it. It doesn't make sense. Like Kelly tells me every night, the world's gone mad. The world's gone mad. So right now, no. 
Maybe yeah. we want to be up by our kids. Kelly's son just bought a house in Iowa. Yeah, he's only 21. He bought his first home. And my youngest son and his wife just bought a house in Tahoe. And then my oldest son and his wife, they just moved to Bend, Oregon. So, yeah, we would love to be up there closer to the kids, closer to our children and our, our grandchildren mom and, mom. and Kelly's mom. All yeah. that makes a lot of sense because it's a big deal to go up there a from here. Deal. Yeah. Like we want to go see Sean and Jewel in August. Bailey's going to come down here and watch the monkey for us. Bailey Allen, who's my friend Mike Allen's daughter. But that's a giant commitment, too. It's going to cost thousands of dollars to go to Lake Tahoe. It's going to The only flights we can fly direct from here, there's none. It's a 12, 12 to 18-hour day <laughs> to get up there. And yeah, it's more and more we'd love to be up there. But you guys need to fix fix it. Fix, fix the United States. Yes. Fix and then it. we'll come back up. Maybe. We'll think about it. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm not sure who this is, but they would like to know where is your go-to place for surf fishing here in Cabo. Well, I like there's a little stretch of the beach down by Palmia. That I that I like to fish right there, over on the main, over on the uh, Pacific side, up the coast a little bit, be, kind of between Todos Santos and uh, and uh, Pescador. There's some nice beaches there, good Sierra fishing, good rooster fish fishing. But a lot of the times, I'd rather just get on a boat and go fish the surf line for rooster fish. Kelly and I, we kind of dig that. Go pay a ponga to take us fishing, get some mullet, and go slow troll on the beaches there. It's a lot of fun. That surf fishing thing, for me, holding a spinning rod is just totally backwards <laughs> for me. It wears out my arm. It wears out my shoulder. It's a totally awkward way of fishing for me because I've never fished with spinning rods ever in my life. So I'll take my uh, jig stick down to the beach and I'll fish side by side with the guys on the beach. I can't cast it as far as they can cast it with their 12-foot long spinning rod, but I can still get it off the beach far enough. But uh, as far as surf fishing, it's just, it was really my big time deal when I was younger. Now that I'm older and fat, <laughs> it's hard walking down the sand. Well, you know what, when my, or our, my first trip to Mexico, we were on the East Cape and you fish and we we're staying at, um, you know, that big house. <laughs> you were surf fishing and you caught that rooster fish. And I'd never seen a rooster, this is years ago, years ago. I'd never even seen a rooster fish and I thought it was the most beautiful fish. And Dave caught it while he was just fishing from the sand. And I thought that was so neat. And, Every morning. And I then you hooked your finger, I remember that. But yeah, that was really <laughs> cool. I thought that was cool, but that was, I don't know. Yeah, rooster fish are bitching. They're beautiful, very beautiful. Okay, let's see. Thank you for that. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, my goodness sakes. We don't have any more questions. No more questions, gang. Listen, 949-374-0786 is how you can directly talk to Kelly Girl right now. Text a question in there. She's going to pick one lucky person to win a T-shirt. All right? <laughs> but while we're waiting for some more questions to come in, let's talk a little bit about um, the restaurants down here. Okay. Are, the food is insane, it's right? It's very good. The Don't you love good. the food down here? Yes, I mean, love it. Because yes, when we lived in California, Kelly Girl loves Mexican food. She would, that's kind of, if I was yeah, going to go get us something favorite. to eat, I'd go get Mexican food. I'd get her constantly Mexican food. But we, we came here and I was like, uh, I'd like a burrito, please. <laughs> I'm very simple. It was like a bean and cheese burrito. Uh, no, they just didn't know how to make it. They didn't come. Our crispy taco. That was very difficult. They don't do things like 
Mexico's different here. Mexican food it's here real is Mexican, Mexican food. food. Yeah, what we it's have not California in California Mexican. or the United States is not Mexican food. And she also wanted a crispy, you know how your tortilla is crispy? There's nothing, you can't get that. And then you go a rolled taco, well, we call those taquitos in California. So it, it's all, it was a big learning curve. Yeah. But now Kelly has her favorite little restaurants to go to where she, like Taco Gus, that's where she wants yeah. to get her out past door. Oh. And then uh, she oh, likes. place for carnitas. That we go, we, we're oh going. Oh, my God. Every, well, we missed it yesterday. But every we Wednesday. We have a place where we buy carnitas the on The best carnitas. The best carnitas. And, and Lisa and Cubby Paul turned us on to that place. Yeah. And there's so much good food down here. And our good friend Mike Maddox, he turned us on to a oh. really good restaurant that Kelly and I have fallen in love with called The District. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And you so. know what's cool about the district, and I have another place I like to eat, Marisco's Mazatlan, because first, the food's great. Second, it's air-conditioned, and it's inside because there's a problem down here with flies. Oh, yeah. There's a yeah. fly problem. It doesn't matter where you are. There's flies all over down here. So yes. there's Those a big-time fly the problem. The fly thing is a big deal for me. I won't even, I don't even want to go out to eat a lot of stuff. Sunday, or I'll say, you can go get food and bring it back home for me, but I don't want to sit outside with a ton of flies. And it's just, they're everywhere. So that's kind of a, a drawback. But anyway, um, you, you're reading questions? Nope, I'm just getting rid right of this guy's. <laughs> he just, he just is always going to do what he wants. To nope, do some guy's trying to mess with us. But then what's happening? Gang, if you make comments, oh, oh, I just want to promise you. Oh, he was talking about another website where you can oh. get fishing information. You, you oh, want to get banned, all you got to do is be an idiot. That's well, it. Just be an idiot. You want to be an idiot, you'll get banned. You don't or, have to ever listen to us else. again. So if you think you can find the information that's better somewhere else, go. Bye. Yeah. Go. We're go to that spot. But you're not going to promote it on my show, you dumbass. Bye-bye. See you later. <laughs> dumb, um, dumb. Um, Salvatore is his an excellent Italian restaurant. Dave loves Italian food. Oh my gosh. And yeah. that lasagna there. That's good. Oh, it's, portions are It's huge. like a cake. Yeah. It's like that thick. And I love it there. It is out seating out is outdoors, but there never a lot of flies there. I don't know what they do, but I love the, you know, going upstairs. The balcony, the balcony is really cool. Very, 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 very nice. Oh yeah. It's a great restaurant. There's so many phenomenal restaurants here. We could do a yeah. whole show. All Sushi. There's, oh my God. We have, a great sushi restaurant. Um, yep. Um, Koi. Koi. Oh, in the Walmart shopping center. It's just, it's delicious. It's the best. So Never had a bad meal yeah, there. We can go on and on about food. Can't food we? is phenomenal. All right. Still no more questions. No questions. Nobody wants to win no a free shirt. Sure. No one wants to talk to Kelly girl. That's fine. She, she, She'll be on again next Thursday, yeah, even if you don't Thursday. want to talk to her. It's okay. I, I just can't believe no one wants to send in a it's question. All right. You're but, the um, main guy. You're the main, you're the show. It's all right. I'm just. What's going on right now in Southern California? The game plans are coming out at 3.30 this afternoon. You want to check out the game plans for sure, gang, because there is so much cool stuff going on. The uh, airplane for SAC was up. Looking around, we got some good information from them. They were out looking around. They were seeing the volume of bluefin and yellowfin out here off of Southern California right now is absolutely historic, the amount of fish. I know Phil Friedman talked about it on the morning briefing. Also, Greg, on the Aztec, they caught an albacore yesterday. Big news, big deal. 
And I was talking to Jack Webster. He was out fishing yesterday on his yacht, and he said his deckhand saw a couple albacore splashing around. And Jack kind of has a clue what an albacore is. He's kind of a big deal. He's kind of the he was president of the Albacore Associate Tuna Association of California or the United States or whatever. So there's albacore, yellowfin, bluefin all out there. It's a going to be an historic year. El Nino, they're talking about it could be absolutely phenomenal this year gang you want to send in some questions to kelly girl or myself so you got a chance to win a your saltwater guide shirt just like the one i'm wearing also the flags right now oh the flags turned out so nice and they're available and people yeah. are flying them on their boats right that's now that's awesome that's so cool and who thought of who's that was that your idea it was john stanley john stanley idea. john stanley by the way uh thursday is his favorite day of the week uh, he just commented. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> Wonder why. Yeah. Wonder why he likes Thursday. But so yeah, he came up with the whole thing. Yeah, he came flag. up. That's he great. made the flag on down. his own. And cool. uh, I really saw that, idea. and I was like stoked. And then a few people, I posted the picture of John's flag, and a few other people saw it, and they were pretty impressed with the whole thing. And everybody wanted a flag, and now I don't know. We've sold about thirty flags already, and. Uh, we got about 60 more flags. If you want a flag, if you want to fly a flag on your boat, show everybody you're a member of your saltwater guide, and you can get your flags from me. Just give me a call at 949-374-0786. John Stanley has them in San Diego. Justin has them in, in uh, Newport, Long Beach. <laughs> and uh, then read. Okay. And then... Uh, Sunny has them up in uh, the Channel Islands. If you guys want to get a flag, any one of those people will get them to you right away. All right. We have a question. This is from Scott. And he uh, says, when you're trolling down here in Cabo, are you trolling fathom ranges or focusing on water temp? Well, what I like to do is I get in the area that I'm going to go look at. Let's say, let's say October, November, December, we're fishing the beaches. A lot of the time we're fishing the beaches on the Pacific side and we're fishing like a hundred feet of water and we're fishing using the binoculars. Most of the time, the gyro stabilizing binoculars and we're looking for bait. When we start to locate where the bait is and it'll be up on the surface flipping, we know the Dorado and sailfish and the Marlin are going to be right in that zone. I like to troll ballyhoos is my kind of my go-to thing down here trolling. We like to troll ballyhoos. It seems like everything wants to eat a ballyhoo. So we'll have six ballyhoos out behind the boat when we're fishing the beaches. Now when we go striped stripe marlin fishing or blue marlin fishing, and I'm not a big blue marlin fisherman. I never have been because that was, wasn't my deal. But a lot of striper fishing. You're fishing a lot of structure, a lot of the banks. Why are we fishing the banks off the beach? It's because of the fact that the bait is balled up there. My good friend Pete Grosbeck, who's kind of a guru guy, marlin fishing, says that the Fish will always be where the groceries are, so we kind of do that. And then when we're big game hunting, we're fishing the high spots. The high spots of the banks, the high spots along the coast. We're fishing mostly banks, not so much the canyon thing. It's more down in here. It's more of the high spots where the bait's going to have a tendency to congregate. And that's just what I learned from listening to the pros. I believe me, <laughs> by, by no... I have nothing. I really don't have anything to do with tomorrow. And then the tuna, we're fishing dolphin pods. We're fishing pods of dolphin. If you can find a pod of dolphin and you know how to fish it, you're going to do pretty dang good. 
you got a really good chance at getting some fish in there. And then, to get some so air then Rick on would like to know uh, what's your uh, trolling? What is your go-to for uh, go-to trolling lure for uh, Dorado up around Tiburon Island in the Sea of Cortez? Oh man, when we were up there fishing that Tiburon Island zone, that area up there, we weren't even. We're, we weren't even really trolling. We were fishing breezing schools of Dorado, and we were using surface iron, just pulling into the middle of the breezing schools. But then I had an opportunity this last trip to fish that uh, that Dorado tournament out of uh, Loretto, and we were once again we were ballyhoo fishing. We were dragging ballyhoos. We had about twenty bites. We had five Dorado, up to about 25, 30 pounds, but. Uh, Ballyhoo's the go-to. If you really, really, really want to get bit, it's Ballyhoo. These four fish have seen so many lures down here, so many stuff. But if you rig your Ballyhoo's correctly and you troll them at the right speed, the, there's no Dorado on the planet that can't pass up a good trolled Ballyhoo. They, right. they like the stink. Okay. All right. Uh, how do you bounce ball for halibut? I don't. My yeah. good friend Matt up in San Clemente, and he's on the video that we have out right now, Don't Fish for Boats, and he's catching a Dorado. Matt's the master of bounce ball, and I did it once with him down there off of San Onofre. It's a really weird fishery because you're going about a half a knot to one knot when you're bounce balling. You're going super slow. He has a he has like a cover that goes over the back of his outboard propeller that slows the boat down. Like you can't even imagine. It's like this mask that goes over it. And now you're doing like a knot because I don't care whose boat you're on. If you don't have something like that, you're going too fast. Bounce balling is about going slow. And they're using like salmon flashers and then like a little grub type thing on the back of the salmon flasher or something like that and the halibut are jumping right on it. It's the weirdest thing they've ever seen. I've only done it once in my whole life. Not my deal. I got ADD. Yeah. So I can't <laughs> that whole thing is just really crazy for me. I'll drift for them. I like that because I'm in contact with my bait and I'm fishing the whole time and I'm casting it out. I'm slowly dragging across the bottom and I'm working and I'm fishing and I'm into it. But that bounce balling thing, it's almost like watching paint dry. Yep. But it's very effective. The guys that know how to do it, they wail on them. Matt's very, very good at it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kevin Barr, uh, thank you for clearing up or clarifying your, your post because I did not understand what that meant. But your phone went nuts, you say. And, um, uh, he says he'll be on the Aztec in a week. Is that the same Aztec oh, cool. that I'm thinking? No, that's no, no, this is the Aztec that caught the albacore oh, yesterday. Oh, okay. Wait, what's the name of the boat that, the big boat here in Cabo that, um, you know, your Eric. You know, Eric, your friend, Eric. The terrible? No, 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 no. Never mind. You raised that. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. I don't mind. It's all right. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Brian Pearson would like to know if I've ever thought about getting my captain's license. And I have. Uh, a long time ago, <laughs> but that was a long time ago, and no, I don't. I mean, I would, I would, I probably should just just have it. But um, there was a time that I I would you know ask Dave, you know, you think I should get my captain's license? But 
I just, I don't know. No, didn't get it, obviously. And, but, I don't know. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. But you could definitely do my seminars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. She's awesome. You've seen I could so give a seminar, one a day of seminars. She's seen them so many times. Yeah. But, but thank you for your question. All right. Um, what's the funniest boat name you've seen, Dave? Come on. <laughs> wow, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good question. I Pete's boat, Control Chaos and Cabo Chaos. And, that's not and, funny. Uh, total Chaos. And uh, those are pretty funny if you know anything about fishing. Um, wow, that's... The boardroom's great. Todd's boat, that's a funny name. The office, the old yeah, guy I used cool. to run, that was a pretty funny name because the guys would say, yeah, we're down at the office. <laughs> right. You know, on their boat. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's a funny name. There was a bar, I remember, I think it's in Fullerton, somewhere called The Library. <laughs> just thought, just because you said that. That would be that. a good name <laughs> I'm going to the library. <laughs> um, anyway, I don't know. I, can't, I don't know of any funny Wild and sack, yes. Yeah, that funny. was pretty funny. <laughs> Wild and sack. When they when when they oh told God. me what they were gonna name the it boat, was gonna be Wild in the sack. Yeah, it was gonna be Wild in the sack. But yeah. then they had young children, and they thought that they would know. No, 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 no. And I'm like, Wild and sack. Yeah, that was so. Anyway, crazy, crazy. Name. All right, so while crazy fishing, name. while fishing, do you like music or no music? No music. Why? Because I need to hear what's going on. And there's nothing crazier than when they turn that stereo up full blast and you cannot hear the reels, you can't hear the deckhands, you can't hear your passengers, you can't hear what's going on. There's a time for music. If we're going to go anchor and go swimming and playing and jumping in the water and stuff, turn the music on as loud as you can. But when we're engaged in the act of fishing, there has to be communication. There has to be. So I can't stand that music blaring. It's just... It's too hard. It's too hard to concentrate. It's too hard to hear what's going on in the cockpit. It's too hard to know what's going down. Hash brown. All right. Uh, let's see. What is your favorite place you've ever fished? San Clemente Island. Wyatt. Hi, Wyatt. San Clemente Island. San Clemente Island is my go-to best favorite place in the whole world. I know it very, very well. I know the place. Started fishing there when I was 14 years old on the Fury 2 when it was owned by John Haas. Started working on the boat full-time when I was 15, 16, 17, fishing San Clemente Island every day but Monday. Then I started running. Before I got my captain's license, I was running a yacht fishing there every day. Um, then I got to grow up and fish San Clemente Island. You got to grow up? Are you oh, no, I got to get older. Yeah. I, I got to get older. Up yet. <laughs> Excuse me. San Clemente Island is my favorite place, and I've been fishing all over the world. I love San Clemente Island. It's so diverse, and there's so many cool things to do, and there's so many beautiful coves up and down the front side of the island. There's so many great places to get out of the weather. You can go into Pyramid Cove, get out of the weather. You can go up to Seal Cove, get out of the weather. You can go up to Northwest Harbor, get out of the weather. Places to go to get out of the weather, phenomenal fishing, great scenery, epic diving, really good lobster diving, really good abalone diving, really good sea bass diving, cat yellowtail fishing. Calico bass are very most favorite. There's nothing like San Clemente Island. 
for years and years and years before all these superstars of fishing got into it. So everybody went to San Clemente Island to catch calico bass. That's what you went there for. It was the place to go in the 70s, the 80s, most of the 90s, and then something happened at the end of the 90s where everybody became a big game hunter, and they only wanted to go to San Clemente Island to catch yellowtail. And it did, the bass fishing over there is still epically phenomenal right now. Really, really fun. So San Clemente Island, and I just got to fish all over the Sea of Cortez the last two years. It's beautiful up there, but there's so many damn bees. Everywhere oh. you go, there's just a billion bees. Yeah. All those islands, they look bitching out the window of your airplane, <laughs> and they look fun, and they look spectacular when you put... There's a zillion bees at almost every one of those islands. There are so many flipping bees. You had a, a video you posted a while back, and it showed all these bees on the, the deck of the boat you were on. And that was They're awful. seeking out fresh water because there's no water on those islands. So when you pull up on your boat, the first bee comes over, and he tastes your fresh water on the boat, and he goes back to the hive and tells everybody in the hour later the whole hives on your boat uh, no. it's crazy it's beautiful up there but the no 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 thank you all no, right thank you. next question this is from matt he wants to know if you have any advice on fishing out of dana landing open charters when the prowls are big and best day of the week to fish a three-quarter day trips you mean dana or sport fishing or dana, no, landing dana or landing sandy, like san diego dana. there's Dana Landings in San Diego, and this text us back real quick if you're talking about Dana or sport fishing, but probably the best days of the week to fish are going to be a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Um, out of Dana Wharf, they still do that two-for-one, I think, on Tuesdays, so that might be a wash. But Wednesday is probably the best day. Most people are at their job on Wednesday. A lot of people will uh, take Thursday, or excuse me, take Friday off, to go fishing, leave early on Thursday and go fishing Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. But Tuesday and Wednesday are the two days where 90% of the people can't get off early, can't get off late, can't go fishing. They, most people have to be at work on Wednesday, so that would be your best day to go fishing. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's see. Thank you, Matt. Um, oh, boy. Have we ever fished Alaska? No, not yet. Not yet, but we want to for sure. We're gonna definitely do it, but we hear that there's a lot of bugs up there. Yeah, we're not into bugs. We're not a bug we're family. Not bug we're not a bug people. <laughs> we're not. In, uh, and we no. hear the mosquitoes up there carry you, can yeah. grab you and carry you I, off. And something about Kelly girl, she's so sweet that the mosquitoes just love and, oh to bite. Oh my her. god, they drive me nuts. They love anyways. to bite Kelly. Oh my goodness. Even down here in Cabo, she'll get bit up by mosquitoes when no one else is. No one else in the whole group will be getting bit up. She'll get home and her legs will just be covered in bites. So the okay. thought of mosquitoes up there is what's kind of turned us off from going up there. Now, we could be totally wrong. Maybe we're getting bad information. Maybe there isn't a bunch of mosquitoes up there. I don't know. That's what we've been told. I don't know. I don't know. Um, let's see. This is from Dave Burris. Hey, Hello, Dave, Dave. How are you, buddy? Hope um, you're doing good. Love you, man. Um, let's see. Uh Kelly, what is it you don't enjoy about going out on a boat fishing? Oh, uh, let's see. What do I that I don't? Um, I don't like when it's, it gets rough. Um, don't uh, like not having a battle. I don't like. Yeah. Well, every boat I've been on has a battle. I mean, <laughs> place. I mean, I've been very fortunate. 
So I don't like, uh, you know, if it's, a, I don't know. I, I, it's fun. I don't know. I don't think I have, if it's rough, that's not fun. If I don't, it's blowing. And if it's super duper hot, like it gets here, I don't like it. Nope. I'm not, I can't be out in the heat very long and I'm not like, you know, I can't. You don't I like catching can't. marlin in La Paz? No, <laughs> no, I do not like baking in the sun. I really don't. Bad for you too. So I don't like the, I don't like that. But anyway. Hey um, Max. Hey Max. Hi Max. Max is saying oh, hi, hi Max. to Kelly. Wow. Max Bozler. There he is right there. Yes, Say I hi. See, I see. Um, Max, we love you. Miss you. Yeah. Had a lot of fun with you. <laughs> and yes, if it's blowing, I'm not going. Going back to the fishing thing. Um, Dave, what's the biggest calico bass you've ever caught and where did you catch it? San Clemente Island on a mackerel, 11 pounds. Wow. How long ago was this? The late 80s, 87, 88, 89, something right in there. It was very, a very, very foggy time in my <laughs> really? life. But I was there and I saw it and we, we waited on a spring action scale and we threw him back because we wanted him to spawn. That oh. was before I was, that was before my stick. That was before. Uh, okay. You've said enough. Thank you very ah. much. Thanks for your question. <laughs> Dave, that was from Dave Burris. Um, let's see. Oh. You were there, Burris. What are you asking for? You were there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, my gosh. Those trips on the seahorse, we can't even tell those stories. I we wish I could prison. live. I wouldn't go live back then. I've heard the craziest stories about Dave when he was, uh, but he ran the seahorse um, out of Dana Data Moore or you know Data Point. So there's a pretty outrageous story. We had a good time though, boy. Bring everything you own that you can shoot. Oh my god. Anyway, all right. So let's see. What's the biggest calico I've ever caught? I don't think I've caught any a big calico. I mean, what do you? I don't even six. Pounders. I've caught so many big ones. But you caught six pounders six the first time I took you, and I told you to take hold it up, and you're like, "This is a oh, big member." Yeah, that's And then right. everybody on bloody decks. Went Catching crazy. a big calico for me is like, you know, <laughs> no big deal, really, right? <laughs> you so, didn't even know it was a big calico. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, you gotta hold that up. People aren't gonna believe it. Yeah. And then they're all, "You're holding that out." I'm like. Really? No, she weighs 97 pounds. She's holding this it. Was a long she can't <laughs> hold it out there. She's holding it. All right. That was fun. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Okay, here we go. Tim Ogilvy, Justin mentioned there are boiler rocks by green tanks. Why don't they mark them for safety? There's no 99.9% .9 of the boiler rocks Tim aren't marked on any chart. They mark some, but most of them aren't marked. Then those things are inside the kelp there. You can get inside the kelp and go find them and look around when all that kelp died during El Nino and it could die again this summer because I think you're going to see 82, 84 degree water come end of August, beginning of September. That kelp may die. But those boiler rocks, they don't mark all the boiler rocks because you're supposed to just be able to slow down and not drive around like a booger eater. Or you'll hit stuff all day. There's Marley. Hey, there he Marley. Okay. Um, let's see, Wyatt again. Hi, Wyatt. Uh, we haven't, I haven't, I don't know. Hi, Wyatt. Hi, Wyatt. Um, he wants to know what's the most unique or strangest fish you've ever caught. And I think I know the answer to this, but you go ahead and answer it. Well, when we were fishing rock cod, Kelly doesn't know this, when we were fishing rock cod with Mike Thompson on the Patrician back in the 
late 70s, early 80s, we would be commercial fishing out of the Cortez and the Tanner in the 70, 90, outside Cortez Bank. And uh, we were on the 70, 90, fishing in 90 fathoms, and we caught a basket star. And I had an aquarium at the time, a saltwater aquarium. Basket star was the craziest thing I'd ever seen. It was just absolutely incredible. It looks like a brittle star, a brittle starfish, but it actually has like a root on the bottom of it. And then the arms, and it's big, and it looks like a basket, and the arms move around like that, and it looks like a, it looks like a brittle star had a baby with a tree. Oh. And that was pretty spectacular, <laughs> and you can look it up. We had no idea what it was. That was the most craziest thing I ever saw. And then recently was catching that giant opa. That opa was bucket list. We got a 147-pound opa. That was bucket list. I had Pete. Grossbeck on the boat. I had RJ Bobby Boyle on the boat. A couple of legends, a couple of IGFA legends, and uh, they never caught one. So for all of us, it was just oh, a phenomenal day. Yeah, it was just yeah. an incredible day. I mean, we posted that video all over social. Not too many people watched it for some strange reason, but that was an incredible trip with some incredible people and a bucket list for all of us. Okay, so where did you get you? You, I don't know if you caught this. I don't remember, but something about a sarcastic fringe head. Oh, yeah. We used to catch those all the time. I think that's time. the freakiest looking They're fish. They're the coolest little unique. fish. If you have not seen one, look it up. Google it when we're done with the show or look it Say up it now. Again. Sarcastic fringe head. These guys <laughs> have this gigantic mouth that is all colorful. And inside their little mouth, they have like a little worm in there that draws the other little fish in there, and then they slap them down. But doesn't it, and it doesn't have, like, a... Big, giant head. It looks like something out of a horror, uh, like a... Out of an alien movie, alien movie yeah, or alien something. Movie. <laughs> yeah, we caught some sarcastic fringe heads over the year. A lot of them out there on the rockfish grounds off the west end of Catalina. That's where I've caught most of them. Caught them in lobster hoop nets, though. Caught them in the bait jars of lobster hoop nets. Caught them inside Long Beach Harbor in the lobster hoop nets sarcastic fringe head very very cool looking fish very crazy fish they're not very big i mean if you catch one that's four three or four inches long that's a monster a monster, monster. all right john stanley i should not have said his name what is a <laughs> boiler rock that's a rock that doesn't break <laughs> the surface of the water so and what do we talk about boiling boiling it's like your water in your when you're making hard-boiled eggs or you're making spaghetti and you boil the water and the water is boiling, the boiler rock's going to look like that on the water. It's going to look like the water is actually boiling like in a pot, but the rock doesn't break the surface of the water. Normally, when the tide gets low, that's when that boiler rock really starts to show. When the tide's high, people have a tendency to run over them. You got to really have a lot of local knowledge, but boiler rocks, are an incredible place to fish calicos. Yes. Like our spotted heroines up in Laguna. Yes. South yes. Laguna. But all of Laguna Beach was one of the most prolific boiler rock fisheries in all of California. What a phenomenal place to fish, and we can't fish there anymore. No, I'm Calico glad I got never, to fish. No, I, I did. Before the closure? Yes. Oh, right, that's right. right. I mean, that's right, right before. Because you went to the closure meeting with yes. us. When people were giving us shit because we weren't going to the meeting, they were like, like wait a minute, we're on TV in the meeting, we're yeah. at the meeting, we got video of us at the meeting, what do you mean I'm not going to the meeting? Oh my goodness. I fight hard to make sure the ocean stays open. 
I'm the only guy that does, doesn't have a filter though. I don't take the bullshit. I stand up in the middle of the meetings and mouth off because yes. I just, the rhetoric pisses me off so much and the lies and I just can't sit on my hands. That's why my dad never took me to many of those meetings. <laughs> I can't listen to the bullshit. No. Okay. Um, so let's see. I'm not sure who this is, but they would like to know. Oh, Isaac. Hey, Isaac. Hi, Isaac. Uh, how did you guys decide to move to Cabo? Well, let's, you tell them how you decided to move to Cabo. I didn't have a, I didn't have a say in it. Kind of like with Marley. I really didn't have a say. I just kind of. Those of you that live in Southern <laughs> California, you see, hear his commercials all the time. Fletcher Jones motor cars on the, on the corner of the 73 and Jamboree. Fletcher Jones motor cars. So in the industry, everyone knows Ted Jones. Everyone knows he's got a fleet of yachts, and he's he's a really good human, and he takes really good care of his employees. He is just one of the nicest men, I have to say. And he's a billionaire, and he's just a sweetheart of a human. He's just really, really nice man. Well, I got offered a job working for him. And when I got offered the job, I said yes. I didn't even think about it because we all know who he is, and we knew what it meant. And I got offered the job. I didn't even ask Kelly. I just told her what I yeah, I, you need to quit your job one day. I came home from work. Uh, you need to quit your job, and we're moving to Cabo. I said, no, I'm moving to Cabo. I'm leaving tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going down tomorrow. This was in October. And I'm going tomorrow. I'm going to go down there. I'm going to check out the job. I'm going to check out the boat. I'm going to check out the house. I'm going to check everything out. And then you're coming down in January, at the end of January. So we're going we're gonna to dump our condo. We're going to... Get rid of everything. Everything we own. Quit your job. Everything you own, Kelly. Yeah, everything. And we're going to move to Cabo San Lucas, and I'm going to work for Ted Jones, Fletcher Jones Motor Cars. I'm going to go down there and run a job for him and work for him down there. So that's what happened. That's what happened, and here we are. And then here we are. And then while we were down here, he had us go to Florida with him and help him yeah. build an 80-foot biking over there in Florida. And then all kinds of weird things happened, and the pandemic and everything else and yeah. social media just took off like a rocket ship for us pandemic pandemic whatever really really was, was uh, and uh, it absolutely went crazy the social media thing we started doing the live shows during the middle of the yeah. pandemic when everything was yeah. crazy and all of a sudden people wanted to hear us talk yeah. they never heard anyone talk like me and uh, we started getting millions of views. They just, it, yeah. it's yeah. crazy. It's and now crazy. we're dominating all over yeah. social media. It's crazy. I, I know you get way more views than we do. I know that, but we get a few. Yeah. We get enough that we don't have to work for anybody right. else ever again. Well, we don't have any more questions, though. I think we have, I can't believe it's on the all, screen. No, I've already, I've already read them. Read the last one. No, it's not a question. Don't stop. Oh, it See, is. He is a handful, let me tell you. We got He's a handful. You got three minutes. No, you got three minutes. Send in another question. He is such Ow. a pain in Ow. No, really, he is. Don't. You are so She's smart. pinching me. I, I say, Dave, don't read the screen, okay? And what has he been doing the whole time? He's I can't reading, help it. And then now he's like, I'm nosy. You need to just... I just want to make sure there's no bugger eaters yeah. talking crap All about right. you. Well, you better be nice. Stop. Look at the, the TV. Don't I mean, look at this. Don't look at that. Just don't look. look straight ahead. Okay, gang. Your saltwater guide, Captain Dave Hansen. If you haven't checked out our website yet, you want to go check it out. Yoursaltwaterguide.com. 
You never have to suck at fishing again unless you want to. You don't have to. It's totally your choice from today forward. If you suck, it's your fault. It's not our fault. Kelly and I built you the greatest website <laughs> ever made. You can check it out. You can grab the QR code right here. You can check out our website, yoursaltwaterguide.com. Grab the QR code. Go check it out. I'll give you an absolutely free look. If you send, <laughs> Whoa, there went my phone. I'll send you a free look. Check me out, 949-374-0786. Sorry, the show is a little One more thing. all over the place. We want to just do a shout-out real quick for our friend Brandon. He makes this incredible product. Something's fishy. Yes. We have a monkey. Our monkey sprays on everything. Yes. you got to pick a winner. I'm trying to get so you can be on the phone. Okay. Watch your head. Don't hit it on the cage. Okay. This product is incredible. It's called Something Fishy, two different flavors. It takes away all the smell. Everybody I've turned this thing on to, all the, all the people out there buying this product are blown away how it takes away the smell. Fishy smell on your clothes, fishy smell on your house, fishy smell on your boat, fishy smell on your hands, dog poo, cat poo, piss. This thing, this is incredible. And I told Brandon when I met him at the show at the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show, if we could mask the smell of my monkey, I would talk about this. It's called Something Fishy, gang. You want to check out Something Fishy. He's got a website. I don't have any way to send you there. You got to just go and check it out. Put in the code YSWG. He's going to give you a discount. He's going to throw a note in the box for you. He's a... Uh, He'll send that stuff right to you. They're little bottles. The smell, there you go. The smell is incredible. It's, it's not overwhelming, but it's a nice, fresh smell. So check out Something Fishy, gang. You will not be disappointed, I promise you. If you have a smell problem at your house, yes. or if your husband smells like I do, <laughs> Kelly's constantly spraying I have that, that stuff in every <laughs> single room of this house. I have both, both uh, scents, and I love it. I love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Okay. And whoever Kelly picks right now, you got to send us your shirt size. And oh, this is ahead. hard. This is hard because I don't. Everybody, I love everybody, and sending you know questions, and I think that's cool. I don't know. Let's go with. Um, how about? Oh my God! I don't know, Dave. Keep looking, babe. I'll keep talking. You know me. I got plenty of words. Thank you, everybody, for all the kind words. Thank you for all the views, all the likes. Don't forget. Help us out. Send us some stars. Sprinkle them out on Facebook. Sprinkle out some stars. Have that QR code right up there on the top right corner of the show. If you want to send us a, a, a little bit of help, a little financial help for the monkey, the cats, <laughs> me, Kelly. No. You could send us a little tip. We're always yeah. here for you. But don't forget the stars. The stars are incredible. The amount of stars we've gotten in the last month. Blew away all numbers. It's phenomenal. He's Sprinkle those frozen. stars He's out. Probably frozen okay, up okay, I'll turn so off cold. the air. I'm um, dying. Do you here. think? How about this one? Brian, yeah, he's constantly. All right, Brian Pearson, you won. You're today's winner. On you get a T-shirt. Just send us Yay. your address, Brian, and your shirt and size. Your shirt we'll size. get that to you. All shirts that were won this week are going out today. Yes. Kelly's going to send them all out. It's going to be cool. Gang, we'll be with you tomorrow. We got the president of product development at Akuma Ooh, with us. John Bretza is going to be our special guest tomorrow. John is a wealth of knowledge. If you guys want to know anything about Akuma or Akuma products or the reels, 
you guys want to make sure you send in your messages tomorrow. John will be here answering questions. We got him for at least an hour tomorrow. It's going to be a great show. You're going to love John. He's, he gets to fish all over the world. He's got so many great fishing stories. It's going to be incredible. And he's a really good friend. And we've watched his children grow up. They've been a part of our lives for a long time. Yep. It'll be a great show. It's going to be a good show. So watch, right? Thank you so much for watching and sending in your questions. And have a great rest of your day. Will you see him on Thursday? I'll see you next Thursday, maybe. When she's okay. getting ready for the big show. Oh, she's got a big dinner yeah, to go to Thursday night. Yeah. Thursday? Oh, we, oh, yeah. She's got well, a big I, dinner to do Thursday night. So I may be out shopping. So she I may, may be getting her new outfit. We'll see. <laughs> no, I'll see you next Thursday, everyone. <laughs> all right, gang. Thank, thank you, you very much so for tuning much. in. I'll see you all tomorrow at 12 o'clock Pacific uh -huh. Standard Time. Thank Adios. you, thank you, thank Adios. you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you.